You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. I would say I've like officially transferred my focus over to primarily, yeah, the the gravel racing and the ultra trail running. So uh, similar to triathlon, but now I just don't have to swim. <laughs> that was Heather Jackson. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I'm syncing up with Heather Jackson, 2023 Belgium Waffle Ride Champion, 2023 Mid-South Gravel Third Place Champion, and world-renowned pro triathlete, four-time top five at Ironman World Champs in Kona. Over the past few months, Heather has shifted her focus from triathlon to off-road racing with her debut at Unbound Gravel and Big Sugar last year. Heather and I are talking about her new focus on off-road events, from gravel and MTB to trail running and UTMB. We caught up in March, and Heather shared her plans for races this month, which she has now won and is crushing it. She was recently invited to compete in the Lifetime Grand Prix, which includes seven gravel and MTB races on the circuit. It's pretty major. Of course, I get the scoop on Heather's new Canyon Bike Partnership and the Grizzle Gravel and Canyon Luxe World Cup bike she's been riding for both gravel and MTB, and how she's training for all of these races. And of course, we talk about her favorite shoes, Hoka's. Heather and I also talk about Dirt Brigade and Plush Global, Heather and Wadi's off-road team, and their tri-team. And it wouldn't be a Marnie on the Move podcast without Heather and I talking about her dog, Stevie, who is next-level adorable and a superstar when it comes to her Instagram stories and feed. You're going to love this conversation. Heather has been on the podcast several times over the past few years, and she is truly an awesome athlete. I hope you enjoy our conversation. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to wherever you get your Apple podcast, click on the five stars, and scroll through, click on leave us a review. Also, feel free to share this conversation on your social channels. We are sharing it on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, so feel free to share it wherever you like to get social and tag us, Marnie on the Move and Marnie Salop and Heather Jackson. All right, on to my convo with Heather. Heather, it is so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for dropping in today. No, thank you so much for having me back on. <laughs> it's always fun to have you on as a guest. So bring me up to speed. What are you doing? What are you up to? I see on Instagram, you've got like tons of gravel events that you're doing and you're racing. Yeah. I mean, I would say I've like officially transferred my focus over to primarily, yeah, the 
the gravel racing and the ultra trail running. So, yeah. uh, similar to triathlon, but now I just don't have to swim. <laughs> oh my God. See, that's, I love that. That is my, exactly. my dream scenario, <laughs> except that all the great cycling and running happen to, you know, be part of the triathlon. So I get that though. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. It's been, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's been a good couple months. It's only, say, been, it's only been a couple been, months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever, you'll go back to it or, I mean, you never, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to refrain from using the word retired from triathlon yeah. cause I didn't do it that way. I don't see my, I'm not like retiring. I just wanted to try some new things. And I also didn't want to put that, I guess, like just into it out there and say like, oh yeah, I'm done because I don't know, maybe I would now that I'm really like getting into the gravel and the trail running, I'm like, yeah. I feel like it's getting further and further away, but I'm also kind of curious how maybe an Ironman would go now post doing a lot of this longer riding and longer running stuff. Like yeah. I'm all almost just curious to see like, Oh wow. Ironman feels short now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because so, like unbound gravel is 200, mi- 200 miles on the bike or 200. Yeah, plus. exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. and the, all the ultra <laughs> running events that you're doing are like, what's the distance of the runs typically? They're like a hundred K or a hundred miles. I've done one of each so far. Okay. So yeah, I feel like that would make a marathon or like say a three hour ish in, in that range feel short compared to running for like 15 hours. Well, it really gives you some perspective and I definitely, I could definitely see like doing the longer distances, the ultra races being on a gravel bike or on trails and then coming back to Ironman and crushing it in a way that you've never <laughs> crushed it before. Like you could finish an Ironman and then just be like, all right, so when are we working out today? <laughs> exactly. That's kind of in my head. I'm like, exactly. I wonder if that's how it would feel. So yeah, I don't want to say I wouldn't do one again. Um, I kind of have my schedule through June right now and yeah. that's, it doesn't include one, but the second half I'm still kind of, uh, putting together. So we'll see. <laughs> well, I, I have to say I was at an event last night for Hoka and I was kind of oh, nice. alluding to this to, <laughs> for the drop of their new Rocket X2s, which I know you have a pair and I know they're one of your sponsors. And yes. <laughs> Stephanie Bruce was on the panel and oh, cool. she's come, she retired. I think that was her official statement from running and racing last year but now she's not unretiring. And I, and I, I, I thought that was like really cool because she realized, you know, she just had a lot going on and it was just not the right time for her. And she wanted to take a break and she wanted to kind of, you know, everything that she had done, but what she realized was that she loved running. Speaking of Hoka, you have the Rocket X2s and I saw your post about them recently. So (laughs) how, like, how long have you been running in them and what do you think about them and what do you love about them? Oh my goodness. Yeah. They, so I feel super lucky because they sent me a pair. Uh, I think it was probably six or seven weeks before Kona here. So I had them last September or maybe, yeah, August or September, um, just to get used to them and try them out before Kona to decide if I would race in them. And literally the first run I did in them, I had, um, I was doing this workout. I think it was on Thursdays where it was like four hill reps into a 10 K tempo effort back into hill reps again. Yeah. 
10K effort is always was always like fast Ironman pace for me, or I would target like I think like six hypothetically like six 30 minute miles um just for the 10k loop and then back to the hills and I remember the first run I put the rocket x2s on and um that loop that say it was taking me like 40 minutes or so I came through and was back at the hills like two or three minutes faster wow than the, all the other weeks I was in the new shoes. Um, I wasn't pushing any harder. I was like same effort level. Heart rate was lower. Just wow. everything. And it the was recovery like too, right. It's great. Yeah. Because they're so, they're so like, I, I always use the word squishy, which is so untechnical, but it's like, they're comfortable. Like there's, they absorb a lot of the shock. So mm -hmm. like, you don't feel like you're wearing your body down, but at the same time you're flying, like the carbon plate just like propels you forward. So it's literally the best of both worlds. And I, we, I was trying to find the video clip because Wadi, I think was filming that day for YouTube or something. And I was yeah. like, wow, this, like, this is absurd. This is like, <laughs> are you still running in them? Oh yeah. I run in, I mean, I mean, Hoke has been a sponsor of yours for like years, right? How, how long? Yeah. I think it's been eight years now with Hoka and I just recently re-signed uh, actually a trail contract, which I couldn't be more excited about. So I'm technically now on the trail side, but yeah, still, still have the tendency to go for the road shoes just because yeah. of the. But <laughs> the on the speed. trails too? No, not on the trails. I did. So I just raced a trail race about a month ago now, and I actually started in the X2s because <laughs> I couldn't not. <laughs> That's so funny. Which trail shoes do you wear of theirs or do they only have one pair? Um, no, they have quite a few okay. actually. So I'm still kind of dialing in depending on like the course type and the terrain, but I ended up switching out of the Rocket X2s into the Speed Goats, which are a very common choice for the trail. And they just have the tread, the grip, um, kind of a bit more like yeah, stability and grip if you're going over like rocks. Although the Rocket X2s, I think <laughs> they were fine. I want to tell them to like, can you make me some of these, but with the off-road tread? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would, right? Because they work so closely <laughs> with all the athletes that they work with to really like, you know, test out the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So hope, yeah. I, what crossed. shoes have you been before the rock? I'm just, I'm such a shoe geek and I know they're a sponsor and I've been dying to talk about the shoes for like, I've been wearing oh, them. I wore them. So I wore them on the treadmill. They were amazing. And I wore them last night and I saw, you know, I'm a, a slow runner. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say slow or fast because it's perspective, but I ran a nine and a half minute mile, like th like two of them. And yeah. that, that was by myself. And granted, we were running over sidewalks and through over yeah. potholes. So like trail running in the Rocket X2s. <laughs> <laughs> I run fast for me. I mean, that, I mean, usually I run, I probably would have run a 10, 10 and a half minute mile. I mean, there were some yeah, of them exactly. towards the end, but they were really fast. And I, I didn't really feel the impact of the sidewalks, which normally I would feel, especially the next day, which was really great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That give, I mean, it's like you have the Clifton on, which is their, right. one of their more supportive cushy shoes, but in a race flat, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've actually, so you've probably worn all of their shoes, right? Have you just been through the whole spectrum since? I, I've, I've tried most of them. That's for sure. I'm yeah. onto the trail side now. So I'm, I'm working my way through a couple different 
new shoes to me, but I think on the roadside, I definitely tried out most of their offerings. <laughs> yeah. And what's your, like, what's your gait? Is it, you're not a heel striker. I've, I'm not like, I, yeah, I should just end with like, I, what kind of gait do you have like with running? I would say it's pretty neutral, yeah. pretty just standard, like land midfoot. Um, not like really forward on my toes, like, yeah. you know, the really fast marathoners, but not also not like back, like a heel striker. So yeah. I would say pretty neutral. Um, but yeah, I tend to, before the rocket X twos, I was in the, just the rocket X's, yeah. which I also loved. Um, I just think these are next level with the cush and the, the comfort. Um, and before the Rocket X's, I used to actually race in the mocks a lot. Yes. So I kind of the their last mid-level. time I talked to you, you were wearing those. Because I like I had the Mach fives and the okay. Mach 4s yeah. and the Supersonics. Yep. Those were yep. those are great shoes too. Yeah, those are great for anyone that wants training shoe or a race shoe. You could go either way for those, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm working, um, I'm working on it. I like them. I ha- I mean I have like I test a lot of shoes too, so from different okay. brands. So Yep. I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of have like a thing. I love Hoka. Speaking of running, what was your training today? Cause I, I'd love to hear like now it's probably so different, right? <laughs> well, today was actually more of a bike focus. So I was on the trainer for a while. Um, I was going to go outside, but it's actually been raining here in Tucson, which yeah. it's still somewhat warm. I could have done it, but, um, I had just some specific bike intervals on the the trainer to do. And then I just did a runoff. So, um, yeah, getting back into some bigger volume this weekend, I raced this past weekend. I saw that at Um, which race was it? It was called mid South. It was a hundred mile gravel race. So, um, feeling pretty much fine by now it's been three or four days. So it's crazy. The, the gravel racing without the running or like running off in a triathlon, it, is yeah recovery is I think much quicker so getting ready for a big uh, I guess three or four days ahead um coming off of that now so <laughs> so when's your next so when when is the next gravel race that you'll do uh the next gravel race won't be until I think it's April 8th so I've got basically like a three or four week block right now um of training and then April's so are you coming up here up over to northeast april 8th is actually out in chattanooga area it's a little bit east yeah um but some of the chattanooga area mountains the first thing we're doing out there is doing this fkt attempt so fastest known time it's on this course out there it's called the dirty 130 and Um, I got the invite from Pete Stetna, who's a fellow Canyon rider on the gravel side. So he was like, I'm going out to do this FKT attempt. Um, If you want to come as like the female and go for it as well. I think the current female time is like over 10 hours. So it's a really hard loop. It's super, it's like 20,000 feet of climbing or something, 130 miles. So I'll do that in the week before uh, there's actually just like a local, race in Tennessee yeah. that we're going to go support. It's called the gosh darn six. I think it's just like, it looks like a party in the woods of <laughs> like, yeah, it looks like super fun. Marathon. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I was like, Oh my God, that would be amazing if it went off on this at the same time as we were out there. But then obviously I saw that it's going off literally right now. So yeah, yeah. I saw a press release somewhere. That's I love that documentary. That is, I think oh, yeah. that I love these things from like afar, <laughs> but there's, <laughs> 
All right. Hope you are enjoying this conversation. Just jumping in here to give a shout out to today's sponsors, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. It transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science backed nutrition recommendations you need to optimize your health. Get 20% off today at insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the move. Also, shout out to partners, Revitin. Revitin is my go-to when it comes to toothpaste and oral health. I have been using it for years. Revitin is a prebiotic toothpaste that is an all-natural vitamin and mineral-rich formulation that gently cleanses, whitens teeth, and freshens breath while helping to restore gums and reduce harmful plaque. It's free of SLS, synthetic detergents, or additives and contains no harsh chemicals, fluoride, artificial colors, sweeteners, or dyes. Created by biologic dentist Dr. Jerry Curatola years ago when he recognized the need for a new and effective oral care product that could support sustainable health within the mouth. Revitin fosters a balanced oral environment with beneficial microorganisms that optimize nutrient absorption and act as the body's first line of defense. The oral microbiome is the gateway to optimal full body health. So make sure you take care of it with a great toothpaste that does not have fluoride or harmful chemicals. Get started now with Revitin Prebiotic Toothpaste. Use our code MARNIE15 at Revitin.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-1515 at Revitin, R-E-V-I-T-I-N dot com. Now, back to our conversation. You've been like riding gravel for years. This isn't really new to you. It's just a new focus. Because I mean, I remember, I don't know, was it, you've always been out on a gravel bike. I I feel like I've seen you way before you even did Unbound Gravel. It's kind of like part (laughs) of your training, right? Am I... Yeah, no, I love, I mean, I love riding off road. I love my gravel bike. I would mountain bike. It's more, I think, yeah, I just love getting off, off busy roads and yeah. also just, it's more fun. I mean, and so I would use my gravel bike training for triathlon. If I just had like yeah. steady aerobic rides or okay, go ride for five hours, I would do it on my gravel bike. But yeah. now the racing part is, a, is definitely way diff- more different and prepping for it. Cause it's, a different style of training so that's what's I wouldn't say volume has changed too much it's more the style like I'm not just going out and time trialing mm-hmm. in training or going and doing like these longer efforts it's more like speed change like super short hard easy hard easy like over and over because that's how the races go and also like technical right yeah so I was I want to I really want to get into gravel and I've interviewed some people on the podcast recently that are a brand that I'm friendly with offered to lend me a gravel bike for, you know, a couple of days. And I went up to Connecticut and rode with their product manager. And she took me in Connecticut, like through different types of gravel. And I loved it. I really did. Yeah. And I want to, so I want to do some gravel rides. I'm not going to yeah. race them. I'm going to ride. But of course I picked like the hardest one. I was thinking <laughs> I would do Unbound. <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't even know if that's possible like if I could actually like I don't even know what 
different gravel is like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what to expect or like, you know, what is, you know, even when I was riding with this woman in Connecticut, I was so nervous to go down the hill. I was, you know, normally I would, as fast as I can go, like fly down a hill. That's my super skill as a cyclist, <laughs> flying <laughs> down hills. So, I mean, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Do you have any advice? That's what makes it exciting. That does make, well, <laughs> yes, yes. But so, I mean, like, are there any races that you think for someone who's just getting into it? Like, would you have any advice for me as far as like, you know, something easier? I don't like easy, not boring, but like something that's like not Kona, maybe. <laughs> I honestly think Unbound is the problem with Unbound is that I had such a good time yeah. there and I have such a good memory from there that, well, I won't say that it's hard to live up to because I've done some other ones now that are as good, but I walked yeah. away from Unbound and was like, that was amazing. It reminded me of Kona okay. 10 years ago. Oh, wow. So okay. That's if you a cool want vibe. like yeah. a super cool vibe and experience, I would highly recommend Unbound. And it's not, I wouldn't say it's like, it's not, it's hard, but it's not that hard. It's like gravel wise. Like you're not gonna, there's maybe a couple like stream crossings. You might come like have to get over some yeah. rocky bits, but not, I mean, you just slow down a bit. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty like doable. It's rolling terrain. It's hillier than you might think. Cause it's just nonstop the whole right. course, but everyone is, is out than there. Timberman. Um, no, it's probably similar. Okay. Like similar terrain to that of just rolling. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. No, like significant climbs more than like, I don't know, two or three minutes. Like they're all short. Oh, wow. It's, like, okay, cool. That's fun. Non-stop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of like, looked at it and thought it would be great but I also have no idea what I'm talking about so <laughs> I have to no, ask it's people really, <laughs> yeah. it's really really cool I mean the whole town shuts down it's similar again to Kona like the whole town is out for it everyone's cheering everyone on Every, I mean you have people out there I think you have all night to finish I mean you yeah. have even longer than Ironmans to do these things and there's different <laughs> distances right there's like 25 50 100 yeah so yeah exactly yeah exactly. I think and my friend Victoria from USAT she is gonna do it and she's trying to get me to go oh nice yeah she's she's done a lot of gravel right so I don't know and you're on the canyon bike were you riding canyon before or no before you got into gravel? No, this is, a, this is a new partnership and it was, yeah, purely, it, it was, yeah, I, I feel so lucky because it made this transition. So I was already going to do it. It just makes you be like, oh, like yeah. a little bit hesitant, like pre-Kona, I was a little bit like, oh my gosh, am I like, is this a smart choice? Like just, I don't know, it's your career, right? And yeah. then I have a company like Canyon who wants to support me and it's, was absolutely a dream come true. So, yep, fully on Canyon. Can I'm currently on the Canyon Grizzle, which um, I love. It fits me so well, which yeah. is for Important. me because sometimes yeah. I struggle as someone that's a little bit shorter or can't get the position I like. So, yeah. And then I just got the new Canyon Lux World Cup mountain bike, which Ooh. a couple of the races I'm doing this year are mountain bike races. So fun. <laughs> that'll which be mountain fun. bike races are you going to do? Yeah. Um, well. One of them, the first one is called Sea Otter. It's it, it, that one's been around for a while. So uh, I think it's 62 miles, but 
Yeah, that one's in Monterey. That'll be the first one. And then there's a couple more later on in the season, but. That's so cool. I really have to, I, I have to get out to like the West Coast or somewhere outside of Manhattan. I know I offered to do a house swap with you. Yes, we have to do it. I mean, it's crazy. It's just, I mean, you know, I'll get out on my bike this weekend, but I've been like indoors all winter, except for running, but it's still like cold. That's so cool. So you're going to be at Sea Otter. You're doing the mountain, a mountain bike there. And then when's yep. your next like trail run or ultra? Uh, so I'm going to do a trail run at the end of April. Um, it is out where Western States is. It's okay. called Canyon. Okay. It's part of the UTMB series. So right. I'll race it, but it's more also more kind of one of my just bigger, longer training days for Western States. And it's also an opportunity to get out to, to check out the course. So I'm, it's more using it for that, but um, it's a 50k. So oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. pretty manageable. That's so cool. So like, you are just like on the move, going, going, yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's like okay, next thing. Like just yeah, I'm, it's that's exciting. Great. It's like new things to actually do versus the same. Like okay, here we go, same schedule again. Because I did the same schedule for so many years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm also like I said, I want to get into gravel. I love cycling. I mean, I haven't done that many races, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of need a change or a shift or something, like a, that, totally. to bring that like fun energy back to something, and also like to not know what I'm doing and to rediscover like. Exactly. It's fun. Exactly. All the triathletes I know on the West Coast have been doing gravel for a while. Yeah. No, I think more and more people are like venturing out and trying it, or at least interested in it, or they've done it for triathlon for so long. And like you're saying, it's time for some, just to try something new. Who knows? Yeah. Like whether you like it or not, you can always go back, but, or just work both of them in. I, I think like, I, I look back now and I'm like, I should have just done some of these earlier. I was always hesitant because I was like, oh, what if I crash or what right. if I like, you know, go down and break my wrist or something. But to be honest, like a lot of these are safer than being out on the road training or you could go down in a training session out on yeah. the road. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I, yeah, I, I don't want to like live that way anymore and be like, oh, what if this happened? Well, no, like. On the other hand, look at these amazing things you can do. <laughs> it's true. I mean, things happen every day. Things could happen in all the training that we do, right? But you got to have fun. Yeah, exactly. So Stevie, <laughs> let's talk about Stevie because oh, this dog geez. is so freaking cute. Is she sitting next to you? Yeah. Do you want to pull her up here? And like everyone who follows you on Instagram knows her, but um, – Oh my she God. Is she is Aww. next level adorable. <laughs> Say thank you. <laughs> I'm doing this new thing where I talk to people about their dogs because I, I am obsessed with dogs and I have to control myself on Instagram because <laughs> I think my dogs are so cute and they're also so bad. Does she love to be on the bike with you? Oh my God. She loves it. She like if the second Wadi or I like pull our bikes down she is just like jumping at us to come along and we have a little pack for her. And the second I even touch it, she just goes crazy jumping. That's so <laughs> cute. And you've been doing that since, I mean, she's a, still a puppy, right? How old is she? Yeah. She's, I think eight, I counted the other night, I think eight months, seven, oh, yeah. seven or eight months. So she's still a puppy, but 
she's supposedly full grown, which is great. That's like great. we wanted a smaller dog just for to travel in the van and to come on rides with us so that yeah. we can still go on like three or four hour rides. And she, she goes la- on she's the three or four hour ride. Well, she's pretty good for like two. Then she starts getting squirmy or has to go to the bathroom. But um, we're also okay with leaving her at this point for like one to two hours home alone. Like we didn't leave her forever. And now we're like, okay, we got to start. Yeah. And so what, what else does she like to do? Oh, she loves to run, even though I've stopped, I guess, technically running. I posted a video like running with her and all these people attacked me about she's such still a puppy. So she shouldn't be necessarily running straight, but she yeah. loves it. She just like takes off. So I'm, I'm the one chasing her, not yeah. the other way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, those little dogs are fast and they love that. But I feel yeah. like with, you know, I've been meaning to... I started taking my dogs on a run with me, my bigger dog, the Australian Labradoodle. And oh, he's cute. he's adorable. He's like 25 pounds and he's very fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're fast. I, I can't keep up with him. So, you know, I feel like – and also he needs to be trained on the running. So I, I started when he was a puppy and then I stopped because he's pulling on the leash in like every direction. And I was like, I can't do this. But – I guess if you have the right collar and leash and you have like the right, like you have a great bag for your dog. I don't know like what brand you're using or. The leash she's still not good with either. That's for sure. But <laughs> well, you don't have to put her on a leash, right? Cause you're so here in Tucson. I do a little bit. We yeah. have like a wash right here that I just take her out in, which is great. But back up when we're in bend in the yeah. summers. Yeah, she can go. I mean, we live down. We're actually south of Ben now, um, just like on this dirt road in the woods. So it's amazing for her. It's just like paradise for a dog. She can just run. That's and great. I don't have to worry. There aren't roads. Like, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Our dogs cannot do that in New York City. I was, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you can't let them loose. Do you have like certain food that you feed your dog or anything like that that you're like, are you like me um, where you're like cooking for the dog? <laughs> oh my god we were watching a show the other night and it was like showing how to do that I we're still just on like puppy kibble but I'm yeah. like okay we need to figure out like the best she needs the best yeah wait is she's not is she your first dog yeah oh, for wow. me okay. I've had one before but I had dogs growing up I mean that was more obviously my parents taking care of it so this is my first dog as an adult <laughs> And she's, yeah, my little baby. That's so cute. She's really cute. So, and, and what's Wadi up to? Is he? He's, um, he's good. We, uh, we have kind of, so last time we talked, I think, I feel like we were still with Wadi Inc. Um, you were done with it, but he was starting something new. Okay, cool. So yeah, we were starting this new, I wouldn't say starting, but kind of transferring all the, the, t- the team that we had, yes. um, there over to the new, brand and um that's called plush global so we've got the plush global racing team um on the triathlon side and then the dirt extension um is called the dirt brigade dirt brigade so we've got kind of two racing teams that he helps to manage he's also obviously running he does all my stuff for me so it's yes all your designs social media designs social media all my youtube videos which is like a job in itself i mean editing youtubes is like uh, one video can take like over a week just to and that's sitting there all day editing so he's doing that it's nonstop. 
still training with me on a lot of my rides and runs, supporting me, taking care of my bikes. I mean, he does, it's, I can't even, Yeah. he's nonstop all day doing all that stuff on top of stuff for Plush Global. So I saw your new kit on Instagram. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That was his, his design. I knew. That's why I was like, what's Waddy up to? (laughs) Yep. Still designing. We still have, um, some other pros he helps out on the try side. Um, Cody Beals, Rach McBride, um, Jen and Nat. So still supporting other athletes. We're probably going to hopefully bring on some dirt athletes as oh, well. Cool. So yeah, just everything kind of, kind of going in a good way. <laughs> and you don't miss swimming. <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually went for the first time, uh, like a week or two ago. I I've been training with a friend here, Sophie, who she's an Australian ITU triathlete. So, um, it's been super fun running and riding with her, but then she's like, Oh yeah, I got to swim. Like you should just come just for fun. And I hadn't <laughs> swim since Kona. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to get in for 30 minutes. You can get out when after 30 minutes has gone by and I made it to like 1400 or something. And I'm like, all right, that's good. Uh, yeah. Count it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm out. No, yeah. I've been like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't mind the pool. I think I'm more like, I don't like open water, but I I've talked about that so much on this podcast that I think people are sick of it. <laughs> like, okay. like, why the fuck are you doing triathlon? I'm deleting that, but yeah, no, but know. so what, so what, um, and are you like, I know you're busy training for gravel and trail running, but what are you, are you watching anything good? Are you like a TV junkie? Are you mm. um, reading anything good? I just finished uh, Lauren Fleshman's book, which I thought it was really good. I was like, I had been looking forward to it. I finally had this like block, or I guess it was after the trail run I just did where I finally like training let up for a bit. I had like a recovery week. So my brain was actually functioning to, to read. I mean, I love reading. I read a lot, but a lot of it is just like kind of trashy. Like I read a lot of like I don't know, Colleen Hoover. Have yeah. you ever read any? Yeah, of totally. Yeah. <laughs> They're just easy to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I Lori can... is reading, has read some of her books, and Elle, her daughter, who's 15, has like maybe read one or two. Like the name is okay. super familiar. And Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just easy reading. So, yeah. but Lauren's book, I had been like looking forward to actually being able to like mentally digest and so that was yeah I thought it was really well done um watching side I mean I mostly just we put shark tank on every night when I'm cooking dinner but when I'm on the trainer I'll put something on and I have actually been binge watching uh season five of drive to survive so (laughs) I love that series yeah I haven't watched season five yet but okay I think it's pretty good so fascinating that whole sport it's just like yeah next level. I don't actually watch it. I just think that that show, like it covers it so well of like the drama between the drivers yeah. and races and the sponsorship. So it's, it's just interesting to watch. <laughs> the formula one drivers are, they're like serious athletes. Yeah. But okay. yeah, that's a good show. Yeah. It's, it's addicting. Cause you're like, Oh, you want to see like the other, like each episode covers someone else. So I would say that's probably well, I just watched it. So that's why it was top of mind, but yeah, <laughs> I'll take any suggestions. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I watch so much. I think I'm going to have to stop watching medical dramas. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't watch them anymore. <laughs> I, 
What do you have next up on the event? I am training for Shape Half Marathon, which is two loops of Central Park. Brooklyn half marathon, which is, I'm doing some half marathons leading into triathlon season. Cause I'm not really traveling for races. I'm, I'm really just kind of staying local. Cause every time I plan something for travel, I have to cancel it for some reason. So I'm just trying to like do what's easy and train for that. So I will do muscle man again. I love that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, And they're not doing Timberman. So I signed up for New York. New York Jones Beach. They announced. The oh, new they have one. a new one. They have a new half. Yeah. Yes. And that's okay. like my old. I grew up near there, so I mean, it's gonna be okay. like so windy. It's like in between the bay and the ocean. It's, it might be like as windy as Kona, depending on the day. Yeah, I remember back in college. I went to a concert. I went to a Roots concert out at Jones Beach. <laughs> The only reference. Yeah, well, that's where it is. I mean, it's like right there. So it's like the you're riding on the highway that goes between the ocean and the bay. Yeah, I forgot they added that one. Are there any other partners that you want to talk about? Because I know you've got Canyon, which we kind of talked about. And your same same brands, like your nutrition brand is the same. Herbalife. Yep, Herbalife just uh, relaunched. So Herbalife 2.0 is here. But yeah, Herbal. I mean, Herbalife's been with me since literally day one. So, so grateful for that. And they are super into the new journey. Hoka Canyon, um, still partnered with Wahoo, yeah. which is huge because Wahoo's big in both. They've got yeah. the rival watch for running and then obviously all their stuff for um, indoor training the yeah. bolts, the computer. So they cross over for both the trail running and the biking, which is great. Yeah. Uh, still with Envy for bike wheels, Shimano. Um, let me just think what else. A couple other smaller partners, Athletes Blood Test, who's yeah. been supporting me on that side of things. Oh, cool. For a year now, yeah. which was, yeah. I never was really doing that. And now, yeah, it's just interesting to, to, mostly check up post big events that I'm not going to dig a hole, like with like being in a deficit for, for certain things. So that's yeah. been good. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Well, I'm psyched to see you out at, at all these races on Instagram and hopefully I'll see you at unbound because that's the current, that's my, that's the current goal and whether I'm yes. riding oh. or covering it. You will, Yes, that would be, I thought of one more Rudy project. I need to give a shout out to I've been with them for, long time now which is yeah very I mean, there's cool like as a well. testament to that right like you've been with a lot of the brands that you work with for like over a decade yeah no I feel I'm like super grateful it's been cra- a crazy journey every year I'm like okay maybe it's gonna go away now or it's like you never know right as an athlete that's yeah, like I mean so I just kind of scary. yeah every year I'm like yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, look, I think it's like with every business, I think as an athlete, it's like, it is, it's scary no matter what you do, but it is, it's scary. Like you just don't know. And yeah, I mean, I think it, and also like, this is your job. Like you need, that's like how you pay for the training and get around and make a living. And I think it's important for, for brands. No, I, I've just, yeah, I feel so grateful that I have the partners that I do and I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to keep doing this without that. And and it goes beyond that too, for me, because it's like, they're so into it and they're like, they want, they're supporting beyond fi- financial. It's like, yeah. they want to see you do well, which is really, really cool. Just, or just to have that support and belief is, yeah. Been, they're on your team. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Thank you for, for dropping in. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Good to see you. Thanks again for tuning into Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com, and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.